0: Hey guys, my name is Linnea Kroc, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Living a Self-Disciplined Life. I am creating this podcast as part of my passion project, which was assigned to my whole English class. We were to choose something we were passionate about, research it, and then share it with our class and others. Each week, I will be uploading a new episode discussing and addressing a different aspect of self-discipline. This includes habits, motivation, failure, identification for each individual, what works back best for each person, and some might even feature guest speakers to get a different outlook on the broad topic. I want to now ask you two questions, and I want you to take a minute to think about your answers, and remember to be truthful with yourself. What do you think the definition of self-discipline is in your eyes, and what is your honest outlook on the term? According to the Merriam Dictionary, the definition of self-discipline is the c- correction or regulation of oneself for the sake of improvement Or the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. It is the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. However, in today's society, when people hear the word discipline, they automatically connect it to confinement, rules, and lack of choices. A majority of today's population, young and old, have given the term a derogatory context, which can be misleading. To them, self-discipline is just a branch of something bigger, and it is associated with the word discipline, Therefore, it too is seen as negative. Sadly, that is where the problem to a lot of things begin, and self-discipline is no different. If you want to change yourself, you have to change the way you view the process. No personal success, achievement, or goal can be met without self-discipline. A person basically needs self-discipline to stick with anything in life, whether that be exercising, dieting, reading more, watching less TV, studying harder, working overtime, and so on. Whether you know it or not, you are probably applying discipline to at least one aspect in your life. However, most people put in a very minimal amount of energy on bettering themselves, which is where I believe self-discipline should be applied the most. I'm not a big fan of confinement rules and feeling trapped in a routine, so I too was guilty of having a negative attitude towards self-discipline. However, as a high school athlete, when my off-season came around this year, I really got into exercising and nutrition. I was originally just doing it to stay in shape, but then I started to see all the benefits and now I just can't stop. I was seeing changes, mostly in my behavior and health. When I quit over Christmas break for a span of about two weeks, I had a really bad attitude towards people and everything and I was super negative. It felt like a switch had been turned off and I felt like I couldn't control it. My journey has now been going on for four or five months and I have never had a more positive attitude and outlook on my on life. I've never been able to walk in a morning feeling drained but still smiling and in a good mood throughout my journey i have been able to identify what works best for me and have also been able to form healthy habits while leaving bad habits behind but i feel that one of my biggest achievements is having a game plan and being able to work towards my goals efficiently without feeling stuck in place and rejecting a routine I really think I got the most help out of Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies, which goes in depth about how a person reacts to inner and outer expectations, depending on which category they identify with. The categories include obliger, questioner, rebel, and upholder. I will be more deeply discussing Rubin's Four tendency system, which of the four categories I identified with, and how I've used the information to better myself in my journey in a later episode. I also wanted to use this first episode to inform you, the listener, that anything is possible with something called grit. According to Angela Duckworth, who is not only an American academic psychologist and popular science author, but also a Christopher H. Brown Distinguished Professor of Psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, that grit is where passion and perseverance combine to make an extraordinary power within the human hands. Duckworth found that people with the most grit we're most likely to reach and strive past their set goals, regardless of the intensity and difficulty. One more thing about grit is that it can be learned, and it is never too late to learn and develop it. So buckle up as we discuss the reasons behind what makes someone self-disciplined. And hey, why not start something new and see how well you do as you learn tips and strategies to better yourself as we launch ourselves into learning to live a more self-disciplined life. Thank you, and stay tuned.